Agronomy for Farmer Success, a podcast brought to you by Osmus Farm Supply. We are back in the AFS podcast studio today, and we have two gentlemen here, so it's a little bit different podcast. We're going to have a couple different guys talking. We have Kale Gent, and Kale is with Pioneer Seed. And we have Darren Mueller, and Darren is with Iowa State. Got it. And today we are going to talk about Tire Spot. Two gentlemen um, just got out of doing a meeting for our Pioneer customers, and we're going to kind of feed off of that. Tire Spot, which is a newer foliar disease in the area. And um, when did we start seeing this? Well, I would say Tire Spot in the U.S. was seen in 2015, or first confirmed in 2015. We started seeing it in this area in 2019 at really, really, really low levels. 2021, last year, we we saw it, but it wasn't, uh, again, instead of really, really low, it was probably just one less really, so still at pretty low levels. Given the weather conditions that we had last year with it being dry, did that affect what we saw, or is it just progressing that slowly? This is not a disease that progresses slowly, so... Uh, the way I've been describing the drier conditions last year is it sort of gave us a, another year to learn from the areas that do have a lot of turf spot and have another year of data. The companies have another year of breeding or, or identifying more resistant hybrids, and we have another year of fungicide data to look at. So the the drought, like you, you, you hate to say, like you, you look for the good to everything, right? The, the drought did have some good. It, it did slow down this uh, the movement and the buildup of this disease. You mentioned in your in your answer to that that it gave seed companies a chance to improve their genetics. And Kale, can you go off that? What has Pioneer done within its portfolio to offer customers seeds and different things to help and get ready for this? Yeah, absolutely. So I think you know the first step is is just truly understanding what each given hybrid can handle, what its uh, resistance is to the disease. And, and so scoring that resistance uh, is the first step. And so that's that's what we put on for uh, top priority. Um, and so we finally released our nine level scores here middle of this winter. So um, got those established. And now just as we continue on um, with all the other testing, uh, whether it's Gray leaf spot, northern corn leaf spot, drought, stalks, everything that we test as a seed company. Um, this is just going to be in one of those things that, that gets tested as these products come through advancement. So if it's something you haven't seen on a score on your seed before, you're probably going to start seeing it in future catalogs given, I mean, 2019 just showing up and now we're going into the 2022 season. That's a pretty short turnaround time. Seed genetics, I know how long that takes. It's not an overnight thing. There's lots of testing and lots of, of stuff that goes into that. Keep an eye out. And if you have questions, always talk to your seed rep. They're going to be more than willing to talk to you about this kind of stuff. And if they don't have answers, they're going to turn you over to a guy like Kale, who's going to have more than enough stuff for you guys. And also give them a little bit of grace. So they're going out on a limb with a lot of the ratings. They have less data than they typically have. And so, but know that they're all doing the, the best they can with the, with the limited amount of time and limited amount of environments to see it. You know, the ratings might not be 100% accurate, but they're going to, you know, it's good that we have enough data to have something. So Yeah. And Darren, you being on the research side of that, uh, on the other side of what the disease is doing and, and those ratings, what are you seeing that you would like customers 
to know and farmers to know about tar spot that they should look for? Well, there's, yeah, we try to select hybrids that have the most disease so that we, because we're sort of a sick sort of people that, that, that like diseases. You know, a lot of times we want to find the hybrid that has, you know, is going to develop a lot of disease so we can see how they, how the treatment's affected. But from our end, like, you know, we're looking at, we're, we sort of handed the resistance part off to a lot of the seed companies. We do have some colleagues in Illinois that are uh, sort of look at the mechanisms behind the resistance and, and, and what, we're, what we're trying to learn there, see how stable it is, et cetera. And then for, for us, we just want to know, okay, as they put that resistance, resistant hybrid into different environments, how resilient is that and how will all of the other management strategies either complement it or, or maybe affect it in, in one way or the other? Yeah, Darren's alluding to it very well. You know, he, he said his his favorite word as a plant pathologist is, is probably the word depends, right? Well, a lot of my customers that I've worked with probably can tell you on numerous occasions where I'll tell them it's a tool in the toolbox. The ratings on the on the hybrids themselves um, is is a tool, uh, along with fungicide, along with proper planting practices. It's all different things that we're going to need to gear up to do as this disease becomes more prevalent in our area. And as you talk about tools in the toolbox, obviously corn, you know, in corn, tar spot is not the only disease out there. Sometimes you have to pick because of where you're planting it and and those type of things as it depends which variety you're going to pick and which disease you're going to try and go after. And as all farmers know, if only we could see the future right now. We would all be doing very well. You know, like last year, if we had all known that it was going to be dry, we would have probably changed some things around. Now, if we go back and look at history, typically after a very dry year, it's a very wet year. Is that going to hold true or are we planning for more drought? None of us know. So it's, again, tools in the toolbox to use and knowledge to have. There are a few maps out there that show where tar spot's been prevalent. And Darren, you kind of talked about that, of how those maps get made. Uh-huh. Uh, and just because maybe you aren't on the map or your county's not on the map doesn't mean the disease isn't there. So everybody should kind of be on the lookout. And Darren, can you kind of go into, or Kale, what farmers and when farmers should start scouting their fields to see if they have tar spot? You know, I'll let Darren take the majority of it. You know, I think the the interesting piece about this one is the way it comes in and the way it, lack of a better word, attacks the plant. We're very used to bottom-up type diseases, or whether we're talking about gray or northern, we're trying to protect that ear leaf where tar spot, because of the way it moves, is more of a top-down um, approach. It's coming, it's blowing in. And so, you know, one of the one of the main scouting tactics, I guess, that we use in the field that we used in 2021 was evaluating what our neighbors to the east were seeing and trying to gauge when we were going to start seeing it. And as that disease moved closer and closer to us, we knew that it was inevitable. We were going to start finding it. And so that was when decisions were going to start needing to be made. I'll hop back to the maps. And so uh, there are useful maps. If you Google tar spot map, you, you probably find what we're talking about. Just because it's colored in, it doesn't mean that you are not part of the Cool Kid Club. Um, you know, it's certainly... And, and just because it is a county's colored in doesn't mean that there's a devastating amount of turf spot. And so some of the counties that have a, a, a hit would be one lesion on one leaf. So very, very, very low levels. But 
uh, it does give us an idea as to where we've seen it and sort of who should be on some level of alert. Um, and so if you're one of the counties that's that, that it hasn't seen it, but is pretty close to where it's colored in, uh, it, it might just be a matter of lack of activity or sometimes people will find it and then just not submit it into the proper system to get it actually colored in. And so I would say, you know, you could expand that map several counties in, in every direction and, and we probably should still be on the lookout. Uh, what Kale is saying, I, I agree. I it's, it's probably being shared with our neighbors at this point in, in this neck of the woods. And so uh, when should you get out and scout? Like probably mid-reproductive stages. And so and it depends on, at this point, hopefully we're not going out to scout to figure out what in-season management tool that you're going to implement. It's going to be to learn and, and, and set up for future years how the hybrids responded, uh, if he did spray a fungicide, how well did it work? How how well did it hold up, et cetera? So there's, because it's new, that's sort of scary, but it's also an opportunity. And so a lot of us are, are sort of dorky scientists, either get paid to be dorky scientists or we're dorky scientists at heart. And um, this is an opportunity to just dive in and, and learn as much as we can about something new. So I like how you said that you should start looking at a reproductive stages because AFS has a very large area. I always I always hate it or get a little nervous and somebody goes, well, the first week in June. Well, depending on where you're at, you can be at two totally different stages. So that's a good way to look at that is when you get into that reproductive stage, that's when you should start looking. What exactly should they be looking for? Well, the name is tar spot. So what I say is look for little spots that look like tar. And it's going to start at the top of the plant and go down. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. And so, and, and it's, it's, it's tongue in cheek a little bit with looking for spots that look like tar, but that's about as accurate of a description as you're going to get. And so there's there's tools out there to, you know, depending on how seasoned you are, looking for different things. There's, you will be able to identify it once you see it and, and you sort of practice looking at it. Right now at the levels you're looking at, if you're going out and looking for the first time or sort of new at it, uh, the first thing to do is scrape off the lesion. If it scrapes off, it's not a tar spot. If it doesn't scrape off or wipe off, then you sort of go into step two and you try to figure out, okay, this this might be legit. So, And if you ever have questions when you're out there, you know, always give your AFS agronomist a call. They'll be willing to help you. Nothing else, they'll get out there. They are the dorky scientists and like to see that kind of stuff. And many of our farmers are too. I mean, I know that talk to a lot of them and they like to do the check strips. Oh, I'm going to try this fungicide and then leave it, you know, space. So that's something that, you know, maybe if you saw it last year, you you might want to try. As you were talking about ongoing management, this has only been around for a few years. What type of ongoing management practices, if they see tar spot in their field, should they start to think about implementing in the future? Well, I think... I'll let Kale talk about this. First and foremost would be do your homework, pick the best hybrid. And so I'll, I'll pass it off to Kale. And that just comes down to, to the information that, that we at Pioneer or, or whoever your seed provider is can provide to you, right? When we look at right now, from what we know, the, the top priority is selecting a resistant hybrid. And so understanding the scores, making sure they're accurate. What I would say the easiest on the farmer's part and then it's just up to them to, to make a decision on what, what fits their operation the best and, and how they want to manage going forward. With this only being around for going on the third third season now, 
to be out there scouting and, and doing that kind of stuff. You had 19, 20, 21. So we're going into the fourth season, I guess. It's new. And if you have questions, you know, your AFS agronomists are there, your seed salesmen are there. And you're picking out there. We all know what we all have Darren's contact information. So if in doubt, reach out to Darren and he can help us. That's one of the great things about AFS is we have so many partnerships like that, that we will find you the answer that you need. So you guys, is there anything else you want growers to know about Tarspot? Well, I'll start. I'll let Kale finish it. But I would just say um, the sky's not falling. And so there are other diseases. There are other management issues and and sort of to work through. Uh, I get the luxury of putting on my blinders and focusing on tar spot and sort of digging up as much information as we can with that particular disease. Uh, just don't forget that there's all those other things out there. And, and so, uh, you know, the analogy we always talk about it in our world is just don't drive off the cliff looking at the bug on the windshield. And this is that new bug on the windshield. So, um, you know, stay focused on the, on the, on the big picture. I agree 100%. You know, the, what I've been told from a very young age is the only thing that's guaranteed is that something's going to change. And this is just that most recent change. We can go back 150 years and we can talk about how many changes that agriculture and farming practices have gone through, most for the better, in my opinion. What's been required of that is knowledge and willingness to learn. Like Darren said, don't focus too much on the bug on the windshield. Go into it with an open mind. You got lots of people that are here to help. Um, so just be open to it. And as you talk about that and the history and the science behind it, you know, if you were to go back 20 years and a new disease came out, the likelihood that we would know what we know now in the short amount of time isn't there. So what research, what universities have done and what seed companies have done to take a disease that's only been out there for three years and be where we are today is leaps and bounds better than it was 20 years ago. Everything changes. And you know what? Next spring, we might be sitting here talking about a brand new disease that you guys find this year. So who knows what this year will bring and who knows what the future will bring. But the researchers will be out there looking at what's out there and knowing it. The seed companies will be out there right after that trying to figure out what they need to change and what they need to do to have a product that farmers can use. For sure. Well, I want to thank you guys both for coming in today, for doing the meeting, doing the podcast. As always, if you have questions about Tire Spot or anything else we covered in this podcast, please give your AFS agronomist a call. Thank you for listening to Agronomy for Farmer Success. If you'd like any additional information, please contact your trusted Osmus Farm Supply agronomist. Please make sure to subscribe to Agronomy for Farmer Success on your podcast player of choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and more to be notified when new episodes become available.